Hey, you guys, I am super excited to put this episode in your hands. I know you've been waiting for it. I've talked about it a lot and I'm excited to share it. Uh, knowing this is what we talk about, like in the first, I think you're going to get pumped up in the first 10 minutes and we'll get to the other stuff eventually, like in the second half. But in that first bit, Brie is our guest today and she is a nurse um, and she just is going to talk all about optimizing our hormones. And, um, but first she talks about knowing your identity in Christ and how that has allowed her to step boldly toward her dreams and that that's what we need too. I love, I love, I love how she talks about how she has learned to explore the Bible and let God like speak directly into her spirit, which is just the best, the best, the best. Um, and, and it's like what allows you to not worry about outcome and others' opinions and things like that. So basically, in the first half, we conquer the world. We define success. You definitely don't want to miss that. And then we get to the grit of optimizing your hormones and all of that craziness. I really, really, really want you to hear um, all about this. And I really, really, really want to hear from you. I just want to know what you think. I want to know what you get from it. And so um, definitely shoot me a response to the message um, today and let me know your questions because Brie has offered to go live in the Facebook group to talk more about this and continue the conversation. And so show up and be there, be with us and let me know your questions. Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to freedom. Welcome to a space of belonging. This is the Ash and Ivy show. My name is Riley and I'm totally geeking out to be here with you. I am challenging you to know your identity, find God's voice in your story, and give your life as a gift to the world. You have a voice and a message that only you can give. So let's do the divine work and make God visible through our lives and be in awe of what life is all about. Well, hi, Brianne. Hello. Welcome to the Ash and Ivy show. I am really honored and thrilled to have you here, but I have to tell you, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> uh, Brianna is going to be talking to us today about uh, monthly cycles and the benefits and the how to optimize mm -hmm. our, yeah. our schedule. And I, I don't think I've confessed this to you before, but I literally do not talk about this at all. Like, <laughs> like, like not with my husband, not with my friends, not at all. Like I'm yeah. super, super, I don't know, maybe childish. I don't know what the word is. Modest. Yeah. Probably um, more modest. You know, it's just one of those things. I think as females, um, you know, we either, we are really either open and, you know, we talk about it a lot or yeah. it's something that we just don't talk about it at all. So yeah, that would be me. So yep. we actually just finished, um, in the Ash and Ivy show, we just did two weeks of like funny, embarrassing stories. Uh -huh. And there were like four days of just tampon stories. <laughs> I mean, were you dying? Like, I was oh my God. dying, dying. <laughs> like I can't talk. My stomach hurts. I don't know how to talk about this. Like it was horrible. <laughs> So welcome oh to the show God. and we are being very grown up today and talking about yes. that we were saying before we started how important it is and how genuinely curious I think 
we are about this because Mm -hmm. there's no education on it. Right. Mm -hmm. So tell us who you are and then we're going to jump into all the good things. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and I am excited to just share more on this topic about um, optimizing your hormones and the monthly cycle and all the things. So uh, first off, my name is Brianne and I'm a wife and a mom of two little wild and crazy boys who are nine and seven. And I'm currently trying to survive the summer with them. So (laughs) my husband actually, I know my husband is a pilot. So when he's working, he's gone. Like he's currently on like a 10 day stretch. So like, you know, we're at home, we're trying to just like stay busy and keep them from I'm bored, mommy, there's nothing to do. I'm bored. What can we do? So anyway, just trying to survive all of that and not kill each other. Oh my gosh. Yes. And they're okay. two boys. So, they're so I have two boys like, too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So my boys are 14 and seven and I just feel like a referee all the time. Constantly. All the time. I'm Constantly. exhausted. Yeah. Mentally exhausted right? <laughs> by the end of the day. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, hashtag mom life or boy mom life rather. Um, so anyways, I, um, I've actually, so I've been a nurse for the past 14 years and in the past five years, I have been a stay at home mom. And so insert new kind of hard, my background in nursing was in the emergency room. So that was kind of chaotic on that end. And then, you know, motherhood and all the chaos on this end. Um, so anyway, I have been home with them for the past five years I am the lover of all things health and wellness. Um, That is kind of my jam. And about four years ago, I ventured into um, the network marketing space to be able to promote health in the online world. And so today I have a lifestyle wellness brand and I advocate the importance of just living a healthy lifestyle. And I also have a podcast as well, and it's called the Passive Income Nurse. And that is where uh, I provide passive income solutions for nurses who want to become entrepreneurs. So that's kind of- That is so um, cool. (laughs) Yes. I mean, are there other people out there like you? doing that? I've never heard of anyone else doing that. Um, Well, it's kind of funny that you asked that question because uh, when I got into the whole podcasting world or it was kind of just kind of laid on my heart, I had a completely different idea for my podcast and it was going to be centered around lifestyle wellness because that is like my passion. That is what I love. I'm all about like holistic lifestyle, medicine, all of the things. And through going through uh, a podcasting course, which is how we connected in Stephanie Gass's group. Um, She's our podcasting coach. And ironically, we graduated, you and I graduated from the same school, which is crazy, a small town, which we didn't know (laughs) until we connected in this group. So God is amazing. Like he just, you know, crosses our paths. Like we went to the same high school, graduated the same year, didn't know each other. And then kind of um, just landed in each other's DMs on Facebook from this community. So it's crazy. I it just is can't crazy. remember that story. Yeah. So um, back to the podcasting idea, I had this idea and I was going to um, start a podcast and it was going to be all about lifestyle medicine or lifestyle wellness. And 
at the time we were in that transition of COVID and my kids were home and I was like, there's no way I can add anything else to my plate. Um, I was growing my network marketing business and I was having to invest a lot of time on social media and all of the things. So when COVID happened, the kids were home and I really had to reevaluate things and I was going to be their teacher. And so (laughs) I had to say, okay, God, their teacher, their coach, their mom, their cook, (laughs) everything. So I was like, okay, what do I do? And so I really had to look at my priorities and my kids are my priorities. Yes. I have all these goals, all these dreams, all these aspirations to grow my business. And I want to reach these goals, but in the moment, in that season, I had to show up first for my kids. And so I took like this long stretch off of social media. I took like a five month break off of social media. During that time, um, my network marketing business kind of crumbled. And that was looking back on that. It was God showing me, okay, you have built this business on like, you need a solid foundation and I am your foundation. And so that kind of just gave me reassurance. And then during that time, I kind of, you know, I still had this idea and this, this like thought on my heart that I needed to start a podcast. And so once I took that social media break, we got into doing the homeschool, you know, being the virtual school, being the mom, all of the things. Um, Once they transitioned back in the school, I was like, okay, now is my time. So that's when I got podcast pro university and went through the whole podcasting course with this idea of podcasting on lifestyle wellness through it all. I had everything mapped out and I still was just like, I was fuzzy on some things that did not have like the super like clear vision on where I wanted to go with it. So I got a strategy session with Steph, who is amazing. Like she is definitely walking in her calling. She you know, she's doing what God has called her to do. I had, I jumped on a call with her and I'm like, okay, let's walk through this. So as we did, you know, as we walked through the things, it was, she started saying, like asking me these questions and it became clear. I needed to go in the direction of showing nurses how to create a passive stream of income so they can take control of their schedules because as healthcare professionals, we are experiencing burnout and like, we just, we don't know how to deal with it. And so being able to have a passive stream of income allows for an extra stream of income of money to come in, which allows you to cut back on your hours at work. And so it kind of just kind of creates a balance. That's a solution in so many ways uh, for you to, you know, stop experiencing the burnout, the overwhelm, the stress, all of the things that come with work Um, but it allows you to do something that you're passionate about. And so that's kind of how I landed in that direction of serving nurses and helping them create passive income um, businesses or just, you know, sharing solutions with them. uh, So they're not tied to their 12 hour shifts. So they're not, you know, they're not drowning. They're not experiencing all the things that come with working inside the healthcare field. So that's kind of how I landed there. Um, there have been a couple of things that just, I think God, you know, he just, he shows up and it's just kind of little whispers that you're like, 
you get that confirmation like that I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a podcast title and everything picked out. And actually, when I went through that clarity call with Stephanie, I she looked up to see if one of the or the name that I had picked out was trademarked. And when I had done my research, it was not trademarked. And when we had gotten on that call, it had been trademarked. So I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy. So that's kind of how I landed uh, the Passive Income Nurse podcast. And so I've been on that journey of just pouring into nurses and interviewing um, other people that have created passive streams of income. And so really just having that platform to be able to show up and to serve and to help um, other nurses in, in that aspect of being able to create a passive stream of income. So yeah. Does that just bring you so much joy? I mean, how does it, it, does, it, does it feel it, well, like you've settled into? I, I, I still feel like I'm in the messy middle and I, I really, <clears throat> I think with any business, your ultimate goal is to, a, to be able to create an income. And so you want to be able to make money. And so right now I'm in that messy middle where I'm having to show up and I'm having to honor the calling that God has placed on my heart and show up and just serve. And that's where I am. So it feels really good, but it also, I also feel like I have questions like, how am I going to make money? How am I going to monetize this? I'm spending all this time and investing all of this energy into this podcast. Like, what is going to come of it? So I have to remind myself, I just have to surrender it and say, okay, I'm here. Like, this is, this is all you, because I had no idea I was going in this direction to begin with. And so I just have to continue to show up, surrender it to him and know that everything else will fall into place once I'm following and being obedient to the column that he's placed on my heart. So that's kind of where I am. You know, you just have to continue that and I've, especially in this season right now, I'm always going back to that word of just surrender, surrender, like being a parent, being a wife, <laughs> you know, <laughs> recording podcasts, you know, just surrendering to him and just showing up and just being obedient to that column that he's placed in my heart. So, yeah, <laughs> there's so much growth in that time. Like mm-hmm. I know it's so hard in that space and yet and it, it almost feels like a crawl, but then mm-hmm. time will go by and, and, and you can like look back at a journal entry or something that you've done, you know, four or five, six months ago. And it's like, oh, wow, God has done so much. And, mm-hmm. and all of that is essential for the growth mm-hmm. because I mean, if we just jumped straight to where we want to be, we wouldn't be ready. And yes. it's so for me, when I think about that, it's like, am I am I crazy? Like what am the thing I'm dreaming about is if I had that right away, I wouldn't have actually known how to do it, you know? And, and he's preparing you along the way. Mm-hmm. And so it's cliche to, to, to hear the term, you know, embrace the journey or, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's about, I don't know, like it's about, you know, not getting to the top of the mountain. It's, the climb in between. And so it really is about that growth, about that journey in becoming who you're supposed to be. And so that's where you're growing. That's where he's preparing you for what's to come because you're right. Like if you were just to have 
this massive thing on the end at the very end of your destination of your journey, like you'd be like overwhelmed and stressed (laughs) out. And so in the middle, he's preparing you those little things along the way. So when you get there, it's right. You're, you're, you're supposed to be in that, who he's prepared you to be all along. And so it really is embracing the journey. (laughs) It really is. And also like just trying to determine how you measure success. I know for me, just stepping into that messy and just stepping in toward my true identity and being true to myself and living outwardly who I am on the inside feels Mm -hmm. like success already. Yeah. So just trying to keep that perspective of when I am honoring my own voice and, and walking in the confidence of, of obedience and, Mm -hmm. and just honoring myself, it, Mm -hmm. it already feels like success. It feels good. Yeah. And, and that goes back to, you know, knowing your identity in Christ, because when you, when you don't, and I'm, I'm an, I'm guilty of being lost in this too, and really having like these worldly goals. And like, you look at money as in terms of being successful or reaching a rank in terms of being successful or how big your following is on Instagram that, you know, that's a marker of your success, but it's, it's truly who you are in him. And so you have to really shed yourself of those worldly expectations and just know that if you are listening to the calling that you have on your heart and you are showing up every day and being obedient to that, then that is truly success. I agree. Yeah. And also I believe or kind of have found that the only way to be able to sustain um, stepping out in such a vulnerable way is if you are rooted in knowing like Mm -hmm. this is true and genuine and Mm God-given. Otherwise, every person's opinion that comes that's in, you know, contrast to yours or any Mm -hmm. criticism that you receive, like in the past, I would have just been like, I'm a people pleaser and I'm so sorry. And I don't know what to do. And of course I'll change my opinion, but now just walking in out of a place of that's rooted in love and identity and God, Mm -hmm. those opinions and things don't push me around. You know, it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm stepping out in a soft from a solid place Mm -hmm. that has developed in a lot of quiet time. Mm -hmm. And so you, it, it's harder to shake something like that, you know? It and is. so the time is valuable. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's, it's definitely, you have to embrace the journey and celebrate those little wins along the way and know that, um, you know, it, it's going to make the end feel so much better because you've worked, you've put in the time, those quiet times with God, you've listened, you you're open to receiving, you know, like you're just like being molded as you go. And so when you get there, it's like, you can look back and say, oh my gosh, I experienced that because now I get to share my story with others and like lend out a helping hand and say, I got you, or I can help you. Like, this is the way. 
And so every experience that we go through, um, I definitely love the aspect of sharing stories in, in what you go through and really being vulnerable in a sense where you're not ashamed of your story. You're not ashamed of what you went through. You're not ashamed of what it took for you to get to point A to point B because it's made you who you are. And in through sharing your story, there's so much power in that because people can relate to that. Like that is your ministry. Like <laughs> your story is truly your ministry. It's have the greatest right. gift you have to give, right? It and really it's is the only I, gift you have to give. That's yeah. I have a girlfriend who is walking through some really hard stuff right now. And I just like, I see God just working in her story. And I know that she doesn't necessarily see it right now, but I'm like, I remind her every time I can, I'm like, I just, I see it. Like you're going to have an amazing testimony and you're going to be able to help so many people because of what you have walked through. And so I just, I have to remind myself of that when we go through hard things or, you know, when we experience things that seem like setbacks or whatever it may be that they all have a purpose. Yeah. So tell us, I mean, kind of about your journey and, um, how you came to know God and maybe some of the challenges that you faced that have made you so strong. You have so much wisdom. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I've actually, been a Christian all of my life. I grew up in church. We always went to church like religiously on Sundays, on Wednesdays, like anytime the door was open, we were there as a family. So um, that was kind of the foundation that was laid for me as a child, uh, which is a great foundation to have been laid at such a young age, because I know a lot of people didn't have that foundation as a child. So I think, I don't know, it just maybe makes it a little bit, just the transition a little bit longer. But within that, I got really, I won't say bitter, but I was bored with church because we were Baptist. We stood in church. We held our, you know, hymnal. We sung our hymn. It's like, you know, you're yawning, fighting, trying, you know, trying not to fall asleep during service. And so I really got disconnected from the church, um, during probably my teenage years and in my twenties. And so I, in my twenties, actually ended up losing a brother and I was 21 and he was 26. And so through that, it really just put into perspective, like, okay, I need to get my life right with God. And so during that, I started going to church again, and I really found a church that was exciting. It was um, a non-denominational church. And so it was, it was fun. The preacher was really relatable and it really just kind of brought me back into the environment in a more fun way than before where it was just super boring. Right. So, (laughs) um, (laughs) so that was, you know, in my early twenties and then I got busy with life, met my husband, got married. We moved around a lot. We had kids. And then I kind of got away from going to church. And then after 
or when my kids were, were younger, so probably about five or six years ago, I was like, okay, it's my job as a mom to make sure that they know God, that we're going to church, that I'm setting a good example for them. And so I was like, okay, we need to go start going back to church. I need to, you know, make that uh, a priority. So <clears throat> we actually started going back to the church where I kind of got reconnected um, with going back to church again. And so it's been probably this over the course of these past six years that my faith has really grown and I, and I kind of attribute it a lot of it to like being in the entrepreneurial space and really having these goals and these dreams and these things that have been placed on my heart and being, um, you know, leaning into God with those, like, okay, if I'm feeling this, if, if this is your plan, if this is the direction you want me to go, just lead me, guide me, show me the way kind of deal. So, um, through that, I, um, just have, created the solid, solid morning routine where we had talked about before, just having that quiet space, like that quiet time and really being intentional about reading a devotional every day and getting into my Bible and just really uh, connecting and hearing from God there. And and I'll also add that I actually last month, I, I just got baptized. My mom and I were talking about it and she's like, do you remember being baptized or I think I'd asked her was I baptized as a child because I couldn't remember and she was like yes you were but if you don't remember that's something that's a decision that you need to make as an adult so um, I made that decision and got baptized last month and so that was kind of just like you know that that point where it's like okay like I am choosing like this is my public confession I'm choosing to follow you like I'm surrendered. I'm all about you. And, you know, I'm here for whatever you place on my heart. I, you know, and all of the things. So that's kind of, um, you know, where I was to where I am now. And so it's definitely, it's just that journey. Like I, I stepped away, you know, I was in church, stepped away, in church, stepped away, back <laughs> in church. And so, but really, I think my growth has become not from, being present and going to church on Sunday, but my growth has been in that quiet moment in that intentional time that I sit down every single morning to hang out with Jesus. Like I hang out, I read my devotional. Um, I open my Bible and honestly, I'll, I'll be transparent. Like I just started opening my Bible probably a couple of months ago. I'd been in the routine of reading my devotionals and I'm like, I need to get into my Bible. My Bible has been in my nightstand for years, for years. And so I was like, I'm just going to start pulling it out. And the devotional, like I'll get into my devotional, whatever the scripture is, then I'll just flip to it, my Bible and just read, read it from there. So it's not like, I know for me, the Bible is intimidating because it's a lot of like, thou shalt not blah, blah, blahs. And it's like, Oh, wait, I don't understand that. And so I think I was always just hesitant to open it up and read it from front to cover because I'm like, I don't even like, I just read a whole page and I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. And so it was intimidating for me, which is why I didn't open it for a long, for, for years. And so with reading the devotional and having the scripture there and just opening it up in my actual Bible and finding it and just reading it from there, um, it's just something I've actually added into like my daily routine. So it, again, it's been a journey <laughs> to get to where I am today. That's and I know so I've so much growth. 
I still know I have so much growth. Um, but I really feel that my, my faith right now is probably as strong as it ever has been in my life. And even through like my brother's death and dealing with all of that, um, I just feel, I don't know. I feel like our relationship, um, or, you know, my relationship with Christ is definitely in a good place. And I feel like it, it's, you know, it's just You've spoken so much life, so much life is in what you're saying and so much invitation to others and permission to explore. And I think the most powerful thing that you've said is that um, the life comes in the personal mm-hmm. because we can go to church and do all the things and be nice people and be bored out of our minds. And there's no life in that. But mm-hmm. when you feel like God has chosen you for a purpose, and given you a gift of creativity and passion and life and something that you can give to someone else. I feel like that is who God is. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think that it's so exciting to like discover God's voice in your own life and discover mm-hmm. him for yourself because otherwise it's meaningless, you mm-hmm. know, unless it's for you and about you. Mm-hmm. And something that you can take as your own and give it away. Mm-hmm. It lacks depth, you know, it does. It does. And I, um, I, I, my eyes have been open to just looking at where we are worldly and, you know, within our culture, how people struggle with this identity crisis Yeah. And am I male or am I female? Am I them, they, they're like refer, like it's confusion. (laughs) Like until you find your identity in Christ and who he says you are, you're going to be lost and you're, you're going to constantly be looking for something outside of yourself to fulfill that void. And so that's where it's found is in the quiet time. It's in believing that you know, God sent Jesus to die on the cross to save us from our sins to, you know, we have the Holy Spirit that lives within us and that that's the root of everything. And, and, and if you don't have that, if you're, if you're, if you don't have an identity in him, then you're constantly going to be looking for that external validation. You're going to be looking for so many things that, you know, you're going to be looking for your purpose and you're never going to find it. You know, because it's not, it's not found in worldly things. It's not found in, in things of this world. It's, it's not. I also think though, that he's easy to find and Mm -hmm. it's weird because it seems like he's so hard to find Mm -hmm. yet when we slow down and stop and just look in the right place, Mm -hmm. it's like, he's been there all along saying, this is what I want for you. This is what mm-hmm. I'm doing in your life. This is how I'm protecting you and providing for you and growing you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we look in all the wrong places for that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you, you mentioned that because, um, I've kind of found myself in that, like, it seems so hard, but it's really just so easy, you know, yeah. it's <laughs> always there. And he has always been there. Even when, you don't even acknowledge him. (laughs) He's there. And so, yeah, I love that, um, that contrast between like, it seems so hard and you're constantly 
working and trying to, to reach this, you know, to reach yeah. him, to be fulfilled when it's just simple, like just slow down, just be just yourself, it. follow your own passion, listen to that voice inside and be true mm-hmm. to that and create space. And when you create space, it's like, Oh, there I am. There he is. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. so good. Well, on that note, let's hear about the things you're passionate about and just educate us. Yes. On- yes. So as I'm so excited about this, I'm taking, yeah, notes. I'm all about like lifestyle wellness. I'm all about living a healthy lifestyle, eating healthy, quality nutrition, like just taking care of this amazing body that God has given you. And when you can really change that perspective as like your body is a vehicle and it is your responsibility to take care of it. Just like you change the oil in your car, you put gas in your car, you wash your car, you scrub your tires, you, you know, you vacuum it out. All of these things you do for your car, your body is your vehicle to walk out your purpose here on earth. So you have to take care of it. And I truly believe that when you take care of your body and you care about what you put in your mouth, you care about how your body functions, not just physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, when you care about all of those things, you can show up so much better to do your work in this world. And you can show up so much better for your purpose. And as females, Y'all, we have an amazing body. I mean, we can grow a human being inside of our bodies. And that in itself is a miracle. I mean, I've given birth to two kids and I'm still amazed at the whole process because we give life to a human I mean, that, like, when you seriously think about that, I mean, it's crazy. And so today we're going to dive into like the four phases of our monthly hormonal cycle and how amazing it really is and how we can actually optimize our fluctuation of our hormones every month and use them to our advantage. So I know a lot of women are tied to, and this comes from a young age and this comes from cultural stuff that your period is bad, you have cramps, it's painful, it sucks, all of these things when it comes to your monthly cycle. And when we think about hormones overall, we think about our cycle and when we actually bleed is what we think about. But in reality, we have an ongoing ebb and flow of hormones in our body every single month they ebb and flow. And so I'm going to really dive into their four phases of the monthly hormonal cycle that we go through every single month. And so I'm going to dive into those uh, four phases and I'm going to uh, share with you like spring, summer, winter, fall. So this will kind of help you relate to uh, uh, each phase as I go through them. Um, But the first phase that our bodies go through, and this is going to be directly after your cycle ends. So I know a lot of terminology or the way you track your period is the first day of your cycle, but this is going to actually be 
directly after your cycle ends. So this is phase one and it's the follicular phase. And so this phase typically lasts about seven to 10 days. And this is springtime for your female body. So think of, um, you know, the spring when everything is blooming, everything is starting to grow, the leaves are getting green on the trees. So this is a time for your body. It's called the prepare phase. And so this is time to be really creative. This is the time to like dream and to brainstorm and to prepare and plan. Um, this is a great time to do like research and to get curious um, this is also a great time to really set your intentions. So if you're planning out your monthly calendar, if you're planning out your, uh, your yearly content for social media, or if you're planning out content for your podcast, or, you know, just planning out whatever that may look like, it can be planning out your day, your week, your year, and so on. So this is the time to really fill your calendar. Um, if you're thinking about taking an online course, this is a great time to do that as well. And the reason this is your prepare phase is that estrogen in your body. So there are two main hormones that really um, influence your, your cycle and it's estrogen and progesterone. So estrogen is actually on the rise during this phase and it boosts the brain's working um, memory capability. So it's the ability, like you have the ability to handle more complex tasks. I don't know if you've ever felt like you just have brain fog or you just can't think straight or something's going on. It's like, you're trying for to, sure. like for me, it's like, I'm trying to record a podcast and like the words won't come out of my mouth and I keep tripping up. And so it's like, ah, just getting frustrated. So if I really look at my calendar, I know when my follicular phase is, and I know when is the best time to be able to record my episodes. I know when the best time to edit my episodes are. And so this really helps you optimize your life and to really get in flow with that. So um, the estrogen is on the rise. And so it allows your brain, like, this is like a scientific thing. Like this is legit. Like it helps you, um, process tasks. And it's a great time to do more of the mentally challenging assignments, whatever that might be, um, during this first phase. And so the follicular phase at seven to 10 days, it begins directly after your period ends. Okay. Um, after that, you are moving into phase two of your menstrual cycle. And this is when you're ovulating. So this is your ovulatory phase. And this is a shorter phase. It's only about a three to four day period. And this is the time that you can get pregnant. And so your, your body has released the egg and that is called ovulation. And so you're ovulating um, during this time, as you can imagine, this is the time that estrogen is on the rise dramatically. This is the time you can get pregnant. So this is like summer time for your bodies, girls. So this is the time to really open up and socializing, talking about plans, collaborating with other people, scheduling dates, meetings, doing podcast interviews, uh, connecting with other people. And it's you are needing to have an important conversation. This is the perfect time to have conversations because you are just going to find that your conversations flow so much better. Again, I find myself in certain situations where I'm like, wow, that conversation just flowed really well, you know? And it's like, I, 
the vibe is just there and it just flows. And so during this phase, it's the open up phase. And so you're really, really good at communicating, which is not one of my strong points. So when I'm ovulating, I'm like, okay, like this is the time to like socialize, to communicate and all the things. So do we need to know when our friend's summertime is? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) You need to know when summertime is. Yes, absolutely. For everybody. (laughs) Yes. Um, so estrogen, this is when like estrogen is at its highest. Um, you actually have synaptic connections, um, which can boost your mental sharpness. And so this is when you can be super creative in that communication aspect. Again, on a scientific level, it's really a thing. So, um, ovulation is a great phase to throw parties or whatever, you know, whatever you have, uh, going on social, that's a great time to do anything like that. Uh, phase three is your <laughs> <laughs> luteal Sorry. phase. My, my brain is going in a bunch of places. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that is the time that you, you know, that you are, that you can get pregnant. And so again, um, if you are trying not to conceive, which I mean, I'm in my late thirties, I'm 39 as of a couple of weeks ago, (laughs) I'm no longer wanting to conceive, but I really am intrigued by all of this and being able to sink my, you know, my entire month to the fluctuation of my hormones. And if I know exactly when I'm ovulating, I know I don't need to have sex during that time because I can get pregnant, you know? So again, this is almost like a calendar. Like when you're looking at, um, birth control methods, the calendar method is been around way before, you know, I mean, thousands of years. I mean, that's how everyone did it before there was actually a pill you could take, which is a whole nother topic I won't dive into. (laughs) Maybe another Um, day. Yes. But, um, you know, you know, when you're ovulating. So then therefore you, you avoid having sex or, you know, you just, you know, you find creative ways not to, you know, take the chance of getting pregnant. So, um, that is a good point to make. Well, real quick, does this, uh does, can you follow this? If you are on the pill, does this, does your body follow the same rhythm? So, um, that really is a whole nother podcast episode, but, uh, yes and no. And I'll give you just the, the, the short synopsis mm-hmm. of that. So when you are on birth control pills, and I just want to preface this, uh, that any kind of pharmaceutical is a synthetic, it's a synthetic birth control that you're taking. So it's, it's synthetic hormones. And so basically what the birth control pill does is it kind of flatlines everything. So you're getting a really low dose of estrogen and you're getting a really low dose of progesterone all month long. So you're not going to get the ebb and flow. So you can try and sink it, but you're not going to experience it like you would had you not been taking the pill because you just don't get the ebb and flow like your body normally does during the month when you're constantly taking a low dose of hormones. So you can try and sink it, but you're not going to get the same, the same benefit or the same, you're not going to have the same experience as you would if you weren't taking it. So, yeah, that makes um, sense. 
Yep. Uh, so phase three is the next phase and is the luteal phase. And this is a little bit longer phase. It's going to be about a 10 to 14 day period. And this is like the fall for your body. So during this phase, you want to think work. All right. So this is the time to tend to things. This is the time to get things done. This is the time for me to edit my podcast because that's the um, the, the thing that I enjoy the least is editing. So if I can do it during my luteal phase, I find that it just goes so much faster um, to do it during this phase. So this is also a time to get organized, um, to accomplish your goals, like to tend to things around the house, whether you're doing a budget, um, you're, you know, you're handling anything financial, any kind of administrative stuff. Uh, this is also a good time to nurture uh, and to do some deep work during this phase. Um, moving in the, to the last phase, which is phase four, this is the phase we're all familiar with, which is our menstrual phase. And so typically for women, this looks like about three to seven days. And this is, as you would expect, this is the winter season for your body. And so this is really a good time to rest, ladies. I know for me, uh, I love health and fitness and I love working out. Like I literally say my workouts are my sanity. And before I started syncing my cycle, I, you know, sometimes just during our workout, we just feel like, Oh, like, is this ever going to end? And then other times we're like, yes, I just killed that workout. And so it's because of our hormones. And so this is normal. And so once I realized this, I give myself grace and I actually rest like that's my workout is I rest. And so this, during this time, it's best to relax and rest and really reflect. So this is a good time to just kind of reflect on your month in a whole, like what you've done, what you've accomplished, you know, be kind to yourself. This is the, the, the time of the month where we're looking in the mirror and we're saying, I'm fat, I'm bloated, I'm this, I'm that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Be kind to yourself. And you want to look at all the things that you've actually accomplished and know that your body is doing amazing things right now. And so if you can just really appreciate it for what it is, um, it's a good time to just evaluate. And another good tip here, you guys, is to trust your intuition during your menstrual cycle. This is when your intuition is the strongest. And when you rest, again, going back to that quiet and just being still and listening to those instincts, this is a really good time to trust those, um, that your intuition during your menstrual cycle. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so when you say rest, you literally mean don't work out at all or do something. You can. Um, what I found that I really enjoy doing is just doing a light workout. So that may look like just walking outside. Mm -hmm. um, that may look like doing a yoga workout. That may look like um, foam rolling or stretching. Um, so yeah. that can look different and it can even look like a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you permission, ladies. It's okay. You can rest for your workout during your menstrual cycle. But for me, um, because working out is such a big mental piece for me. I do like to walk and I'll get yeah. outside and I'll just walk and I'll pop in my earbuds and listen to a podcast. 
And so that's kind of just me moving my body and just getting outside, not really um, exerting myself in a sense where I'm, you know, dripping sweat. I'm just getting outside and just walking. And so it's a great time to just do that. And just, um, you know, if you are tired, listen to your body and take a nap because I find that during, um, my menstruation, I I'm tired and I know when I get tired, I get cranky. And so if I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not taking a nap, then I'm short with my husband. I'm short with my kids and I'm just cranky. So right. take a nap. it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, in all of these things, whether it's the Enneagram or this, or it's just kind of knowing yourself and the better mm-hmm. you know yourself, then your, then your expectations can be set in a realistic way and you mm-hmm. can kind of plan your day so that you're successful and your kids are successful, mm-hmm. but it's so beneficial to know so that yeah. you're not too hard on yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, just that going back to that, a lot of people use the term like self-love and, you know, all of these things, but it's really getting to the root of um, who you are, your identity in Christ, number one, and then, you know, really being intentional about, you know, whatever that looks like, being intentional about being healthier, being intentional about um, moving your body every day, being intentional about you know, eating the right foods that are going to bless your body. Um, just that intentionality behind pretty yeah. much everything in life is, is, is the key. It's just to number one, be aware. And then number two, intentionally make a choice to strive to, to do better. Cause I mean, I'm almost, you know, I'm in my last year of my thirties and I'm just discovering this, hormonal, like, I wish I would have known this all of my life, even as a teenager, because I was on birth control pills from the time or not, I was on the pills, the shot, the, um, what else did I have? Uh, pills, the shot, the, I had an IUD. And so like, I was on a continuous, like for years I was on birth control pills. And if I would have known this, I could have, like, I think back and I'm like, I could have just educated myself and been like had the information and the knowledge to be able to implement and be intentional about how I show up. And I think about how it could have changed my life. And so I'm thankful that I know it now, but you know, like you said, we're not really educated on this kind of stuff. Like, I mean, I went to nursing school and we didn't learn anything about this crap. (laughs) What I mean, it's like so much stuff is out there that we don't know. And when it comes to our traditional healthcare system like we're I mean our doctors are trained to prescribe prescription drugs they're not really trained to prevent educate on wholeness and and educate because there's no money in that and it's sad um, that that's the way our healthcare system works here in America but it's it's true there it's there's no money in prevention there's no money in educating there's no money in uh, really even curing and treating there's I mean yeah that is sad it is very sad so that's why we've got to educate ourselves and so moving forward once you know then you can make changes and so from there you just have you know you you have the the space to just build upon that and you know you just learn once you know better you do better so um you know there all of this information actually got from a book that I read 
a couple, well, it's been, I think I started at the beginning of the year, but it's called um, In the Flow. And if you really want to go in depth with this more, um, check it out. It's by Elise Beatty. And she really dives into, I mean, everything, how to optimize your hormones. So it's not just like when you're creative or when it's the best time to do this. It's like, when's the best time, like when you're most to have sex, I mean, diving into like diet, what foods to eat during each phase. So it really goes more into depth. I mean, even how to cook your food, uh, what specific workouts are better for each phase. So if you really are interested in this, I recommend that book. Um, and if you want the cliff notes version, I actually dropped a health and wellness series on my podcast. I can give you those to link up in the show notes. Yeah, if for sure. I just want the cliff notes version of the book and just aren't really readers. Um, I can link those up for you and they can go listen to um, some of the episodes over there. But yeah, I definitely recommend if this intrigues you to check out more about it. And especially if you are on birth control in any sense, whether it be the pill, whether it be an IUD, whether it be any kind of synthetic hormone, and you have been struggling with feeling like you're, you're kind of unstable as far as your hormones go, because I know when I had my IUD, which was after having my second son, I just felt like my hormones were all over the place. And I'm like, am I crazy? Like, am I just, am I loony? Like, am what is going on? And so it constantly felt like my body was preparing to have a menstrual cycle. And, you know, I mean, who wants to be stuck in PMS phase for their <laughs> life? You know what I mean? It, it sucked. And so finally I got it taken out. And then I was like, okay, I'm not like, I drew the line in the sand. I'm like, I'm not going on any other birth control. I told my husband, I'm like, if you, if you don't, if you're not comfortable with that, then you just need to get a vasectomy because I'm not, I can't do it anymore. Like I need to know my baseline. I need to know like that these hormones aren't, you know, like I'm not Looney Tune. And so, um, that's really kind of what started the journey into learning about how to balance your hormones naturally and how to sync them every month, how to optimize them, how to use them to your advantage and all the things. So yeah, I definitely recommend checking out that book or like I said, just going over, I'll link, I'll send you the links to those podcasts. Yeah. I'll definitely put it, it in the show notes. Yeah. Get the right. cliff notes version of it. Yeah. It's so fascinating. I mean, like you said, I had no idea sex ed definitely didn't teach these things. No. <laughs> um, and it's so, I mean, it just helps you appreciate your body. Yeah, it really does. Appreciate like the, the design. Intricacy. Yeah. The intricacy of your body and how it functions and how really just amazing it really is. So yeah. Oh, that's so good. Thank you, Bree, so much for sharing that. You're welcome. We'll have to, I have so many questions, but, um, I think maybe I should get the book. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, if you want, I mean, we can continue the conversation over in your Facebook group. Um, I do have a PDF that I will, um, I'll email you so you can share it over there. And um, for any listeners that aren't a part of your Facebook group, they can go over there and just download the, um, the graphic for free. And it'll kind of give you a visual. I know I'm a visual learner, so I like to be able to actually see um, what, you know, see the information. And so that kind of helps me retain it a little bit easier. So uh, if you're interested in that, they can go over there. And if you want to upload it into there, and then they can just download it for free. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. 
So good. Well, thank you for everything you've shown us today. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. It was fun.